0: Nobody wants to live a conveyor belt life. Do not live by default, live by design. What does that mean? What is life design? That is what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. Welcome to the What Could Go Right podcast. I'm Emily Orton.
1: And I am Eric Orton.
0: In 2014, we bootstrapped a year on a fixer-upper sailboat with our five kids. We lived on that sailboat for almost a year. And that just led to one adventure after the next and a really strong, resilient relationship with our family. So we are here to talk about personal growth, family connection, and now parenting adult kids. Thanks for joining us. So, it feels like some people spend more time planning a wedding than planning a marriage, or more time planning a vacation than getting clear on your values, or maybe even more time planning your dream home than the dream life that you want to live. And so, today we just want to talk about We've had this question before, what is life designed? We want to talk about what it is to live by design rather than by default. And maybe it will help if we start by talking about what we mean by default or what we mean by the conveyor belt life. So how would you describe a conveyor belt life?
1: Here's how I would describe it for me. The way I was raised in North America was you grow up, you go to public school, you go elementary, junior high school, high school. Um, I went to public school, and after that, you graduate. Um, you know, for for us, that I you know I went to college, mm-hmm. and that was just sort of most of the kids that I went to school with went to college. Not all of them, but most did. I took two years and went and did a, a church mission, and then came home. And then there was a, sort of a set of expectations, you know, and I think. For a lot of people, that might mean, well, oh, now I in my family, the conveyor belt is I go to grad school or now I get married or I go get a job. But I think each family, each culture, each country, each religion, whatever, whatever um, cultural currents we find ourselves in, there's a conveyor belt. Yeah, but-
0: for me, it was including like, oh, you want to – you want get, to get into good school so you can get a good job so you can get a you can buy a h- nice house so you can have a place you know get married live with your kids and then get a bigger house and then get a bigger house and however more successful you get you're just gonna like up keep upgrading your stuff and um that is like the plan <laughs> and then yeah you
1: work until you're 65 60 to mm-hmm. 70 years old and then you retire and that's when you, for you know, if you're a guy, you do a lot of golfing. If you're a woman, I don't know what you do, but... Um, yeah, just
0: kind of like these are these the legends, col- cultural right? Cultural
1: expectations, you know. <laughs> you, and then if you get really old, you play bingo, you go into a retirement center, and eventually you die, and that's the end of the conveyor belt. Yeah. So that's, that's you know... That's a long description of, I think, something that each of us is gonna have our own different version of, it, of a conveyor belt life. But that's, that's one example.
0: I like that you say that a conveyor belt is essentially when someone else is deciding what success looks like and what the meaning of life is and what you should be doing next and next and next and next in your life. So what are then some of the dangers of living by other people's expectations or living by what we're calling for the, today, the conveyor belt by default?
1: I think there's a, there's a bunch. One is that it's just a drag, it can be. I mean, there's a lot of satisfaction in doing these things that we just talked about. I think there's a lot of sac- satisfaction in in um, getting an education, and uh, I think in marriage there can be, in having a family, and owning a home, all these things, they're not bad. I don't wanna say that they're bad. Yeah. But I'm just saying that if, if they're not what I want for myself and I'm just doing it out of a sense of obligation or duty to other people's expectations for me it's gonna be a drag mm. and so I think And and if I'm living my life for somebody else's hopes dreams expectations then my satisfaction plummets and and I think when that happens the worst case scenario is People act badly. We numb ourselves because we're like, man, I'm doing all the right things, but my life is miserable. That's when I think we fall into the traps of, you know, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, um, you know, all kinds of escapist behavior. It can be sexual addictions. It can be, you know, it can just be, um, you know, treating people poorly in relationships, you know, stonewalling, silent treatment, um, you know, in the workplace, it can look like quiet quitting or, uh, you know, and this is something that ends, this is something that, you know, not to go dark, but it can, this is what I think leads to breaking up families. It can be infidelity. It can be divorce or both. Or, and I think ultimately when somebody is really, really dissatisfied with their life, it ends in suicide. You know, that's like the worst. And Mm -hmm. so, but when people are living really vibrant, Beautiful, engaging life—something that they really believe in and are striving for—those problems fall away. But when when we're not, all those those ways of numbing and escaping come into play because we just can't, we can't stand it. That's not when we're designed as human beings to not be comfortable with that.
0: I like what you said about those things can be good things if we know we're choosing them and we have our reasons for choosing them. Because I think a lot of times we we go along on the quote unquote wisdom of others so far. And I think this is why it's usually called the midlife crisis because you're like, I followed the plan. I did the school. I did the college. I got the job. I got the family. I got the house. And around that time, you're around the middle of your life. You're maybe in your forties, late thirties. And you're looking around and you realize just the having of these things does not bring happiness. You're like, how come nobody ever taught me like quality communication skills in a relationship or, um You know, whatever else it might be, you suddenly realize this didn't cause me to be happy. And now you look back on the rest of your life, your your brain has developed to the point that you start thinking back on everybody else's motivations and why they were telling you things, and did I really have a decision here, or was I just pulled along by the conveyor belt or by the social current that I was in? and um, you start getting dissatisfied, you start to recognize your own mortality and say, wait a second, I don't have to go on like this anymore. And, and people are like, what just happened? It's was like, well, this, this person just realized that they get to make their own choices, they and just, now they're, they're going to do it. <laughs>
1: they just woke up.
0: They just woke up to this fact. And so um, if we can come to, the sooner we can come to this realization that we actually get to make these choices, the better. So this is where I would say, the benefits of life design really come into play and it's never too late but it's also not really ever too early so wherever you are if you haven't thought about this before if you don't already know what your values are what you think the the meaning of life is or what will be satisfying um this is the perfect day this is the perfect day to get started (laughs) so what do you say eric are some of the, the like what is life design? What does that look like? And what are some of the benefits?
1: I would say that life design for us, cause this is something that we teach. Mm-hmm. And I think this question came cause there's somebody that we're, we're taking sailing and we said, we're not gonna be doing any life design as part of this trip. Mm. And they said, I was trying, they're like, I was trying to tell my husband about this trip and how it doesn't include life design. He's like, what is life design? So yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very fair and real question. And it really is um, living by design rather than default. And your question is, what are the benefits of it?
0: Yeah, what is it and what are the benefits? And you take that in whatever order.
1: I would say what it is, is figuring out what you want your life to look like. Independent of other people's expectations. And I'll cut to the bone here. Independent of your spouse, if you're married. Independent of your kids. Independent of your parents. Independent of... the the, your neighbors your community what all the people that are around us in our lives independent of everybody else what do we want our life to look like and it can be really hard to get there and we actually spend a lot of time with people helping them get the courage to sort of shed those those layers of expectation and really dig deep down to what their heart really says
0: it can be a challenge because as they're going into, what do I want? They're thinking, well, my wife wouldn't really like that. So I won't say that thing. I'll say this thing or that wouldn't work for our current family situation. So I'm not even going to put it out there. It's like, it's fine. We'll get to the collaboration and the compromise later. But what is it that you actually want? We like to do our coaching of like personal growth, but founded in those relationships. So move forward without a fear that we will attend to those later. But yeah, this is this sp- starting in the space. What is it that nobody else's opinion mattered? What is it that you really feel in your heart you want?
1: So, so it's, it's one getting through to those foundational, uh, aspirations for that we have mm. for ourselves and I think it's, like you said, it's also disregarding our current circumstances. Mm-hmm. Because if we want our life to look like our ideal version, it's gonna have a lot of different elements than what it currently has. And so we set, a th- we set aside things like how much it's gonna cost, or how long it will take, or where it's gonna happen. We set, and we set aside- or
0: whether or not we believe it's possible. Or the
1: probability <laughs> of it happening, exactly. And so mm. when we set all those things aside, we end up, if we're honest, we come up with things that feel really impossible, mm-hmm. things that just feel massively unrealistic. And that's where it gets exciting because I can attest to you that when you get there, it, when you start, it feels impossible, it feels crazy, it feels irresponsible sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> And, and yet, um, and then there's a process of, that, we, that we teach that breaks it down to start moving something from that impossible to the inevitable. Mm-hmm. And, and it's crazy to me to see how many times it's happened in our lives, but then also to see it happen in our clients' lives. And, but you're asking is what are the benefits of it? Sure, so I think th- you
0: did a good job explaining what it is. It's first figuring out what, what you want and then there are multiple steps and sub-menus for how we overcome fear and pitfalls and set up habits and, and ways of thinking and, and managing um, fear as it creeps in in every different format and like getting into the current on purpose that will take you where you wanna go, um, so all of that we do in our coaching, but when, now we wanna talk about, yeah, what are, I mean, imagine for yourself, what do you think the benefits would be of actually knowing where you're going and, and actually who you wanna become and what you truly value? What are the some of the benefits there?
1: Here here have been the benefits in my life, and then I can share a couple of, of people that we've worked with. One is, um, A, it's first, it's made me happier. Mm-hmm. It's made me just, uh, I've enjoyed my. I enjoy my life more. I feel like I enjoy being in my life more with you, with our kids, with the work that I do, um, and so it's just made me happier as a person. It's also made me exponentially more confident, mm. confident in the sense of I have skills, I have credibility, and I also have calm because I feel like my ability to deal with uncertainty, as you as you pursue seemingly impossible things you delve into a lot of uncertainty. And as you overcome obstacle after obstacle after obstacle, your confidence soars. That's been my experience. Mm, mm -hmm. And then I would also say that it's made me healthier Mm, because it's so stressful. Like when I was working in jobs that I hated or just living in a rhythm of life that was not what I wanted, stress was ever-present. Chronic. It was chronic. I didn't sleep well. My body felt heavy and unhealthy, and now I feel, I have energy, mm-hmm. I feel buoyant in my body, and I'm able to do things that I wasn't able to do 10, 15, 20 years ago.
0: Yeah, and I don't wanna like go too far into this, but having been with you through all of this, I, I saw you gain 30, 40 pounds. I saw you um, your immune system break down and you had like welts and hives all over your body every day. Um, I saw you come home early in fear and sweat with heart palpitations and think like, am I dying? Like things, sometimes things were pretty extreme and you also had like this massive um, chronic pain pain in your back. Yeah, and as we started like moving away from some of those other things, like your immune system just like popped right back into place. Your weight dropped off. Your back pain went away. When we started living in a rhythm and in a way that was of more of our choosing. And I guess I also want to say here, okay, I'll finish the thought. The more of our choosing. And, yeah, it made you so much happier in your own life. That was the first benefit. It made you show up as a different kind of partner in our marriage and with more encouragement for me to also find those things for myself and also um, more present and in, engaged as a dad, always a good dad. Thank you. But just saying like a happier dad, right? Yeah, like yeah, as sure. a parent, you give, give, give. And when you're full, you're so happy to give, right? Um, so that is true. That was super helpful in our whole family. And I would say for me, living by design, it takes away all of the the structure of being able to blame other people And it helps me come to solutions really quick, because I'm like, well, I can't blame them. I'm making these decisions, or what do I want to do in this situation? And it helps me just come right back to the source of power, which is going to be the decisions I'm going to make. Yes, I might consult with other people as I make those decisions. I'm a faith woman, I always will try to consult with God. But I know that the decision and the action rests with me. And whereas before I used to spend a lot of energy either blaming other people or worrying about what might happen. And I don't spend energy on that so much anymore. I do want to say that obviously we don't always have control over the circumstances. I love that you said it helped you face uncertainty better, but because You know, yes, we want to say, here's my aim. Here's who I want to be. Here's the kind of life I want to live here. Here's what matters to me most. And now that it's clear and I know what it is, as those obstacles come up and those circumstances change, right, you can't control the circumstances, which is why we teach what we call navigating the navigator framework, because you always get to choose how you're going to respond to those situations when they're not in your control or in your influence. You're like, well, I'm choosing this. That's, it? It's just powerful. You just yeah. feel better. It's, it's nothing of the race to the bottom who's the most victimized. It's like, well, for me in my life, I'm the one who gets to make decisions and it comes back to me. So it's a very short line <laughs> to walk as you try to figure out what's going to happen next.
1: I'll throw out two ideas. One's really quick. I got a sticker this week that says the waves are going to keep coming, but you can learn to surf. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of like the navigator framework, like super short. Yeah. Navigating is like a boat and you're going to cross long distances, but just like, you know, waves are going to keep coming on the beach of our lives and we can just get kind of like tossed by them or we can learn to surf. Mm -hmm. And I'd much rather learn how to surf. And I feel like that's actually what life design is. like saying. This is what's happening. What am I going to do with it?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So there's that. And I would say one other benefit that I had never really expected of, of life, of benefit of life design was, is more wealth. Mm. I had not thought that going off and sailing for a year as a family was going to teach me how to make more money, but it did. Mm. Now we, you know, we didn't have a lot of money when we went on that trip. But when we came home, I had a new kind of confidence that and and an openness to the world that let me go into different lines of work, different kinds of work that I never would have considered before and was able to five X my income, which was crazy to me.
0: And And for us, we consider, you know, money to be the poorest form of love, right? It increased our health, improved our relationships, and gave us something even more valuable than money. Right. Time. All of it. Yeah, yeah. all of the things. Everything so, you're saying is true. And
1: so, I, but just, to, just because I know that so often the stumbling block is money, like, oh, I don't want to go do this or that or the other because I'm afraid that it's going to ruin us financially or it's just an irresponsible financial decision. I never expected that engaging in this process of living deliberately and life design was actually going to teach me how to earn, add more value and therefore earn mm-hmm. larger sums of money. And it's, um, it's like magic to me. And, and so
0: we want this magic for you, please, please, please write down. <laughs> This, you know, answering this question, like, what kind of life do you really want to live? What do you really value? What matters most to you? What is in first place? What if you get to the end of your life and you haven't become or done or contributed or built or whatever it is? What things like, what is that going to be that would make you so sad if you hadn't, hadn't at least tried for those things? Because even the trying is so, so empowering. Anyway, we hope that you really will take a moment to write it down because it's four times more likely that you're actually going to do it if you just take a second to write it down. It's a real real stat. No, it is. It is. (laughs) I have... And Anyway, but it does feel like magic. It's crazy. We've been doing this for over 10 years now and we are just like, well, I wrote it down and now it's happening.
1: It's true. It is wild.
0: Anyway, what we always like to ask is what could go right? So take that question with you, what could go right, think about what kind of life you wanna live and then work backwards from there. Stay tuned, stay tuned for more. We'll be here for you.
1: Hey there, it's Eric. If you haven't already, you should really go sign up for one of our free discovery calls. Have you ever asked the question, what if, or wouldn't it be cool if? If you're like me and a lot of people, you answer that question, but kind of in a limited way. You don't really let yourself go there. And so what I'd love to do is get on a call with you help you get past some of your limiting thoughts limiting beliefs and answer that question as boldly and beautifully as your imagination will allow they're fun they're free they're painless all you got to do is go to theawesomefactory.nyc forward discovery pick a time slot that works with you and we'll spend a few minutes and help you go to an amazing place and help you discover what's possible in your life